Welcome to episode 50 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi if you're new. 50. 50. Well, we've been doing this for like four years now, by the way. That's almost as long as we've been, me and Ian have been married. Yeah. Five years this year. That's crazy, isn't it? Together 10. Oh, Serious. (laughs) (laughs) Serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you stoked so if we got married. Yeah. And had a kid. So, you know. Yeah, well. But 50. 50. 50, 50 episodes. It's just crazy. I mean. It's blown my mind. I know. I re-listened to the first episode earlier. You do. And it was just crazy. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if we're just not as funny anymore. But I, I said, thought that too. I don't think we have as much fun. No, but I said to Ash, I was like, but is that just because we haven't heard the older episodes in so long? But I was I like, know. I just I just feel like we don't laugh as much anymore. Which is rubbish. Like there was um, a few. <laughs> I think I listened to about five episodes. There was one where it was after I got tickets um, for Hobo Johnson. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I just made a, a quick comment of like, I shout myself. And you were like, you cannot keep that in. And I was here just laughing to myself. Because <laughs> you were like, you sound like you genuinely did. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, but, we did have fun. It was good. But we'll we go back. We'll go fun. into that later. <laughs> Yeah, now it's not fun anymore. <laughs> Back in the heyday, all those years ago. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway, dear listener, we'll discuss that later because so today, today, our episode is as normal. We'll go through our favorite albums of the last month, our favorite singles, our record of the month, any notable mentions, and then our theme is fiftieth episode. So. We'll talk about bit in a bit more detail our, you know, our favourite bits and um, go through our some of our record of the months we've decided to go through. Yeah, because it's hard because yeah. there were so many things that you can do or that we could have done. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, going through our favourite um, record of the months probably is the easiest. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Me too. So... How has your month been? It has been splendid. Oh, splendid, eh? Yeah. I have been to two gigs. Yes, two you have. Two gigs already. And I've got another one next week, or the week that this comes out. Got a gig then, and then the week after that I'm going to London again. So That's just crazy. What's the next one? So it is neck deep the week that this episode comes out, so I'm very excited. But on the 3rd of February we went to see Turnstile which they were amazing just the crowd energy crazy yeah like there was a guy next to me but when they started playing he literally was like losing his mind next to me and I was like no he was okay really but he was like proper two-stepping in his arms I was like whoa um and then the week after that, on the 7th, we then saw Brockhampton. Finally, we bought those tickets in 2019 and we finally saw them. And it, yeah, it was good. 
It was good. I would say Turnstile so far has been my favourite. One of the highlights, though, for Brockhampton, they brought out Slow Tie, and I've got a story. I mean, I'm bigging myself up. It probably won't even sound that funny. It's probably one of those things where it's like, you had to be there. (laughs) Anyway, Ash was there. You know, he's a big Slow Tie fan. Yeah. And I hear Kevin Abstract say, oh, Ty, like that. And I'm like, no, they're not. And he still, Ash just stood there. And I see Slow Tie coming out and everybody screaming. And then I think Kevin Abstract like screams Slow Tie. And I'm like, Ash, oh my God. And Ash is just stood there like. (laughs) (laughs) He just stood there like sort of like watching what's going on. And I was like, do you not know who that is? And he was like, what? I have no idea what's going on. I can't hear him. The sound, I can't hear him. And I'm like, it's fucking slow tie. It's slow tie. And he's like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then lost his shit. But it like, took him so long to realise. And I was just like, why is he not reacting? Like, I'm so confused. I didn't know if he was like in shock or like um, having a stroke. Yeah, but that was like a highlight seeing Slow Tie. I mean, I'm not a huge fan like Ash is, but he's only featured on one Brockhampton song. So I was like, you've brought this person out. Like, surely he's got to do something else. Yeah. And then they were like, yeah, he's going to do one more song. And then he did Doorman and I lost my shit because that song just gets me going. So yeah, that was good. I just feel like with Brockhampton, I don't know if because they haven't performed in so long. I don't know if they just seemed all that together. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. But not even in like a drama kind of way. I just feel like they were all They're kind of doing it. their own things. But I mean, it was still good. I think they kind of focused so much on playing older stuff which was really cool as well so when we went to Brixton yeah as we're walking up to the hotel um Electric Avenue was shut off and it had a little thing to say that they were filming something um and Ash googled the company and it said that they helped do work for Marvel and I was like no it can't be I think, not that we saw anybody, no. but I believe they were filming for Secret Invasion, which is an upcoming project. And I'm just saying, Samuel Jackson could have been there at the same time. That's we fucking cool. So, and Kit Harrington, beautiful oh, man. Lovely. He could have been there. So, that's it. <laughs> that's it, pretty much. It's just been travelling up to London and then work really. having a lovely time yeah sounds like how has your month been my month it's also been very good thank you very much apart from the fact I've literally been ill for the whole time and I'm still ill which is just ridiculous not covid which everyone keeps asking me if I've done tests and I'm like just leave me alone I've You're just like, done tests. I have done it been testing every single day I've not got covid not a single positive test I've just got a chest infection yeah, so, that really gross. sucks. Had flu and then a chest infection. So that was nice. Um, <laughs> but actually, I have. We did go and see Catherine Ryan. Nice. And it was so good. And it was at the Dead of War. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that that is kind of our home. I don't know venue. Yeah, venue. Yeah. I guess. And it's it's just. I think people are just getting 
wind of it really like there's more there seems to be more and more people going to to the Delaware to do shows and Catherine Ryan famously has been there before yeah um and got really really drunk in the Weatherspoons afterwards and she admitted to us that she she actually had sex that night so (laughs) (laughs) I went in Bexville had a lovely evening (laughs) with Catherine Ryan wow okay so yeah Mm. she said there was a lot of shots involved so that's it I'm putting it on the Bexville on the sea Facebook page (laughs) who was it who slept with her who was tell us which one who did it (laughs) um and she was hilarious of course yeah and, and she talked quite a lot about Bobby, mm-hmm. which was really cute, but also hilarious because some of the stories, like she told a story about um, someone broke into their house. So they live like out oh, in the yeah. sticks and someone broke into the house and he came running down the stairs and tells, says to Catherine, there's someone in the house. <laughs> as he runs out the front door, <laughs> He doesn't get her or anything. He's just so like, she oh. then runs out of the front door. So she runs off in one direction, mm-hmm. not really knowing what she's doing, just trying to get away from the house. And then she turns around and sees two guys. And at first she thinks they're having sex. And then she realises <laughs> it's Bobby and the person who's broken into the house. Later on, they obviously go back to the house. And he then tells her that what actually happened he wasn't running out of the house he was chasing the guy because he'd just oh. thrown him out the window upstairs. <laughs> oh my god and then he was running down the stairs to like get him, make sure yeah. he was gone so it wasn't first, just like a, there's someone in <laughs> fuck you see you later <laughs> yeah so at first she was like well thanks a lot guy um and then she was like oh my god who's a hero so but <laughs> Also discovered, so the lady who was supporting her was mm. absolutely amazing. Her name is Tanya Moore, so I give her a shout out. And I learned a lot of things from her, specifically. She taught me about the fupa, which is the fat upper pussy area. Yeah. Which apparently <laughs> celebrity <laughs> fitness people are targeting now. So now, not only have we got to worry about our thighs, our ass. <laughs> Our stomach, our arms, you know, bingo wings. Mm. We've now also got to worry about our fat upper pussy area. Thing is, I feel like Fupa's been uh, around for a long time. I did not know of it. (laughs) And she told us all about it. I mean, what you're telling us is that you don't have one. So you're lucky. I'm not telling you that at all. I'm telling you I'm just not doing anything about it if I have got one. (laughs) You just thought it's a thing. Well, the thing is, in my day, in the olden days, we just called it a gunt. (laughs) That's true. That's what I know. It's so long. Yeah, gunt. (laughs) So there you go. So that was, yeah, one of the highlights of of the month. And I very much enjoyed it. I mean, it sounds like it was really good. So I'm glad. Yeah, it was brilliant. Right. So without further ado, should we go into albums? Yes, let's do it. So, my first one is The Wombats, Fix Yourself, Not The World. It is 12 songs, 40 minutes, 36 seconds. So, I just thought I'd start with this as it was pretty obvious that we were going to talk about it. And Um, this is our joint one. Yeah. Yeah. So, it makes sense. It makes sense. Um, So, this is their fifth album. As we know, they have been around for a a while. 
I think with this album, it's sort of what you expect from the Wombats. It's sort of cheerful, poppy sounding tracks that sort of have, you know, at times bleak lyrics. I think the Wombats <laughs> have always been known for that. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. You're and like, then you realise we're talking about something really not fun. No, but you're still having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, oh yeah. And I always love how they do this. I think sometimes how descriptive the lyrics can be as well. They're very clever. Exactly. Definitely. It makes you think. It does make yeah. you think. But it definitely screams like pandemic era album to me. I got themes of like quarantine, political unrest, personal hardship. I think they've definitely settled for the poppy sound and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I think it also makes sense because they got a lot of traction last year from TikTok, that remix that blew them up. And, you know, I'm happy for them, but I'm not sure if this album was a bit too safe for me. Oh, interesting. And what was interesting is when I was looking into it, a few people actually didn't like their last album. And I really enjoyed their last album. I loved the last album. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But this one, I still enjoyed it, but I wouldn't say it's up there for me. Yeah, I just wouldn't say it's one of their best, um, but it does have some amazing moments on there. Um, it's just a shame that as a whole, again, yeah, I don't know if they just played it a bit too safe. So it made me a bit sad. Okay. It's good, not amazing, not bad, just in the middle for me. I'm sorry, Wombats. I'm sorry. But what I found fascinating is I read into it a little bit and they recorded this album remotely. Yeah. From their perspective home, respective yeah. homes, which I just thought was really cool. Yeah. So like every day they had a Zoom call <laughs> and a little chat about what they're going to do that day. And then they just sent each other the stuff. Yeah, which is cool. I so like it's that. really cool. I like that yeah. idea. I do agree with you. It's quite safe. But at the same time, I think they've got a formula that works. And I feel like there were a few songs in there that reminded me of kind of late 90s indie pop type stuff like supergrass influences and there were there are things I could hear in there and I was like this is reminiscent of that time and I I think they carry that sound quite well yeah um and I did I did enjoy it but like you say it isn't for me it's not like I prefer the last album so the first album and the last album are my two favorites yeah I would say yeah. that's so. Then the, the other two are squished in the middle. <laughs> and again, it's not that this album's bad at all. I think they've done better, mm. and this isn't their worst. It's just no, nice. It's not a bad album in the middle. And, like for me, there weren't any skippable tracks. I listened to it all the way through. I enjoyed yeah. it. You know, and I've got several favorite songs from it. Yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't. I think I just wanted. Did you want to more? really love it? And I just didn't. And it makes mm. me sad. You you put it on a pedestal, didn't you? Yeah. Mm, just don't just don't do it, people. It's tough when you do that. It's yeah. tough when you get really excited about something and it disappoints you. Yeah. I'm sorry you're hurting. It's all right. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it wasn't awful, so it's not like I'm, you know, really hurt. It wasn't but, wasted time. No. But saying that, <laughs> my favourite tracks were Flip Me Upside Down. Okay. Ready for the high, because that one I think is like probably my favorite, maybe. Okay. I love that song. Um, and everything I love is going to die. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah. 
So my favourites were this car car drives all by itself. Mm-hmm. If you ever leave, I'm coming with you, which is my favourite. Okay. And work is easy, life is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was all right. It was okay. Well, to follow the theme of... Oh, no. <laughs> not quite loving it. Yeah. I listened to an album, so it was uh, it's by Aurora, and it's called The Gods We Can Touch, and it's 49 minutes. Okay. So I was intrigued by the cover, to be honest. Um, she's a Norwegian singer-songwriter, dancer, and record producer. Oh, I mean, that's, that's cool in itself. So she also did the John Lewis advert. You know the song where, where the guy is the Oasis cover? The oh, old man yes. on the moon. Yes, yes, yeah. Which was like one of the cutest John Lewis adverts ever. Christmas advert, obviously. Um, and Billie Eilish credits the song, a, a song from a previous album, um, as one of the songs that inspired her to make music. Oh, so all of that adds up to to intrigue. It, it really does. Um, I think I did see this album cover, and I think I went onto the bio. And then you were like, no, thanks. And then I just didn't. I didn't go into the bio. I just went, okay, and pressed play. Okay. Um, The song that that Billie Eilish credits Runaway made of a bit of a revival on TikTok last year. Okay. Um, And she also, she's also on the soundtrack for Frozen 2. Okay. So, So she's doing doing okay for herself. (laughs) John Lewis, Frozen 2. John Lewis, Frozen 2, Billie Eilish. I mean... If she said, Sam inspired me to, to actually start singing, I'd be well happy. Yeah, I'd be would. That would be life done. But her voice is descri- described as being ethereal, and I okay. fully agree with that. And her music is electro-pop folk. Okay. Uh, again, great explanation for the actual type of music. I can see the appeal, and whilst there were a few tracks I liked, mm. it generally wasn't my cup of tea okay it felt like a really long hour album despite being less than an hour and that is never good I don't think yeah it just it just wasn't for me I don't think I can see like you can see she is so talented like you can hear it in the production in the lyrics in just the way it's all built up it's it's you know really well put together it's just not for me really no that's the vibe of it or it's really slow like it's a really slow not chilled like ethereal is is really good description of her of her voice and the way she sings and it was just too too much for me it was too slow for me too 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 much of that for me not too much but (laughs) it's doing a lot without doing a lot (laughs) yeah pretty much and two of the songs I liked were kind of the faster tempo ones from the album okay um, and one of them was a, a slightly slower song. So the the songs I liked were Giving Into Love, Cure For Me and Exist For Love. Okay. And that they are worth it. Like, I did really like them and I have listened to them again since. Just I wouldn't go back to the album again. Okay. But there you go. Yeah, I promise well, I mean, that's my only sad one. At least it was something different though. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Tried something different. Yeah, it's not for you. And you know okay. what I like? I like to go in and have a little dabble. <laughs> I do like to dabble. <laughs> um, so my next one is an EP. So it is by Willow Kane, and it is called Playground Antics. I listened to this too, but I didn't. 
do anything about it. So it's only six songs, 15 oh. minutes, 45 seconds. So I spoke about her in the December episode. Yeah. I really liked the song that I spoke about. So when I saw that she had an EP, I was like, right, let's go. Um, So this is actually her first EP slash project, which I didn't even know about. I just assumed that she had been releasing music for, you know, a certain amount of time but now this is like her first proper project so that was cool um and then looking into her her spotify bio says willow kane has thrown her hat in the ring as one of the uk's most vivid genre blurring pop provocateurs but apparently her dad is obsessed with like hip-hop and house music mm. and her mum has produced music videos for like erasure and the prodigy so I feel like her parents have probably had a good influence of just different genres. I mean, that explains a lot. Yeah. I think she's also from Bristol as well. So I think that says a lot as well. Yeah. So this EP is exactly what you would expect. I mean, from hearing that, it is very genre blurring. It gives you pop. There's jungle. There's hip hop. There's alternative. Every track is different in the best kind of way. It's not like you're listening to it and you're like, oh, hang on a sec, what is going on? You're sort of like, whoa, what is going on? And I think she really showcases her talents on this. She can sing, she can rap, she can do pop. And then she can also deliver sort of like bad bitch vibes too. So yeah, it's cool. And I love that she embraces her influences, but sort of does her own thing. And I've Kind of thought she's like a blend of Charlie XCX, MIA and Remy Wolf all blended together. But I thought it was a very fun project and I look forward to hearing more from her. And Sam just looks very serious. <laughs> oh, you're muted. You're muted. Sorry, it's because I was taking paracetamol. That's probably why I was like, you're not making any noises. Sorry, I was saying stuff as well. Um, No, sorry, I, I took some paracetamol. So I'm That's probably why I was like... You look really serious because no, I, but I do look. Anything. I do look really serious for a reason because I did listen to it, but not all of it because I was just like, no, not for me. <gasps> you didn't like it. Maybe I need to listen to it again based on what you said, but I really struggled with it, and I don't know. I think it might be the f- was it the first or the second song? Oh, is it opinion? For me, you're gonna hate me saying this. You're gonna really hate it. Okay. Her voice sounds a bit like the lead singer of Aqua. I don't like the girl. The girl think? voice. Yeah, I think she sounds really similar. And oh, I found it really hard <laughs> to listen to and take seriously. Not take seriously as in a serious project because it's obviously fun. Yeah. But yeah, I've I I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right place to be listening to that. EP at the time maybe not maybe not I mean my the out the things I've listened to have been quite chilled and that I feel like yeah Willow Kane is not chilled at all I feel like yeah I'll go back to it I'll have another listen I'm actually really surprised that you didn't like that song the first one I'll Um, go back and have a listen maybe I just wasn't it happens with my ill with being ill with my happens, illness with my illness <laughs> with being ill there have been times when I've just been like nothing's been like everything's been shit I've had yeah. days where everything's been shit maybe that was one of those days maybe. so I'll go and listen to it again <laughs> I'll, I'll listen to it again with fresh ears and a happy yeah. face but I do I do get it and I can it's not 
she doesn't play it safe so I can understand why people wouldn't like her music but to me I just yeah I thought it was really fun and I I enjoyed hearing different genres from her but who knows you might like it well and also it's okay I didn't even listen to the whole thing so um yeah it's only six songs only six songs I know but that's that's the mood I was in (laughs) (laughs) no no (laughs) no the songs that I did like were Opinion, which is the first one. Um, I Don't Want to Know, which is the one that I spoke about previously, and Two Seater. So, cool. Yeah. Well, I will listen to them. I'll listen to it again, I promise. You don't have to. It's okay. No, I'm going to. I'm going to listen to it again with fresh ears, and then I'll, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. I'll report okay. back. Okay. So the next one I would like to talk about is Maverick Sabre. Don't forget to look up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 12 songs 40 minutes and 31 seconds I just love Maverick Saber and I know I've spoken about him before on several occasions his voice is just beautiful and it's this is just another amazing album like I haven't heard an album from him that I don't like and this is no different so it's just a really soulful chilled album exploring love and self-healing it's really calming and just beautiful and nice you know I read um an article by someone who was reviewing it I read lots of articles I'm really sorry I can't even credit it but this person described it as meditative and that's really stuck with me Mm. because it's really lovely yeah really really nice and yeah that's all I'm gonna say good so my favorite songs from it are good man like this and get down nice i look forward to listening to that nice. i don't think i've ever really listened to an album by Maverick no. saber i think you should listen to this one it's i'd go as far as saying it's my favorite one i feel like he he's really developed over time while mm-hmm. still keeping his kind of i don't know integrity I don't yeah know. like he hasn't he, he hasn't sold out basically he has not sold out he's just beautiful and he's just so clever yeah and i just I think it's lovely. Nice. Yeah, I look forward to that. I like, we we appreciate the chilled. So we do. I look forward to that. Well, my next one is also pretty chilled. So cool. they'll go quite nicely together. After the Willow Kane, you know, we need a bit <laughs> to chill out. So this is from a group called 87 Dance and it is an EP um, and it's called Sold Out Smile. So again, it's only six songs, 22 minutes, 15 seconds. So I, this was really random. I've never heard of them before. It's just because I was on TikTok. Surprise. Um, and it was just a random one on my For You page that was somebody just recommending chilled songs. And the track was called How Can I Forget You Girl? And I just loved what I heard. And I was like, right, close that straight to Spotify. Check it out. They're a South Korean band. Um, And I actually found it very hard to find anything about them. But yeah, this EP was a really nice surprise. Um, I would say they'd kind of fit into the indie pop genre. But this EP is very chill. It has elements of funk, dream pop, bedroom pop. Also sounds quite 70s at times as well. 
Um, but it's just such an easy listen. I've listened to it so many times just because, again, you know, when you just don't want to have to concentrate on anything. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because some of the songs are in Korean, so I don't know what they're saying anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, you're just like, oh. right, it's on. In the-. Um, yeah, such an easy listen. You could be chilling, reading. Or even when you need to get stuff done, I think this would be really good to have on in the background. Um, But yeah, it's a little different than what kind of usually pops up on my radar in terms of like, I guess the sound of it once you listen to it. Um, But also I think it's quite nice to hear like a band from Korea that I would have never found out about any other way. Um, But I'm definitely glad that I came across it and hopefully I can find more stuff like this in the future. Hopefully find out a bit more about them as a group. Yeah, I was really happy with this find. Um, And I think you might like some of the tracks as well. So, yeah, I liked the songs Sold Out Smile, Ghosts Aboard and How Can I Forget You Girl. So the next one I want to talk about is Bastille, Give Me the Future. So it's 14 songs, 40 minutes, 41 minutes exactly. I didn't realise that it was a new album. I just thought maybe they released a song. So I was really worried. I knew this album was happening and I was really worried about listening to it after hearing the singles. Not because I disliked the singles, but because they sounded a bit poppy, samey. Bit bastily, bit same bastily, nothing going on with them. Then I listened to the album mainly because Ian's best friend Dean messaged Ian and was like, Has Sammy listened to Bastille yet? He was like, I need to know what she thinks, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Is he saying that because it's good or bad? And Ian was like, I think it's because it's good. And I was like, Okay, I'll listen to it now then. Okay. I genuinely think they're geniuses. Okay. The concept is amazing. Like, it is about obviously being in a digital age. Oh, so it's and another concept. So another this is what they're doing That's now. what they do. They just okay. do concept albums now. And I'm okay. I'm here for it. When you hear it all together, yeah. in order, it's just so brilliant. It's like, they're, so they're talking about the digital world and they're talking about, you know, things in the digital world. But they're talking about hu- the humanness of it. So, like, social media is sometimes really shit and gets bad press. Yeah. But they're talking about the human stuff that happens behind it, like the moments that you see and, the like, the connections. Yeah. And it's just really, really good and really clever. And I just need to see them live. I'm excited. Me and Dean both want to see them live. So mm-hmm. we need to try and make that happen. Nice. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really good. And um, yeah, another Bastille album that I love. There you go. So my favourites from it were Thelma and Louise, Promises, Stay Awake, which is a question. So it's like, stay awake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Real life. And my favourite one is Surviving. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Really, really good. Definitely Oops. worth listening to like the whole album. Yeah, I think I might do that. I look forward to listening to the singles and I I will check it out as well. Definitely do. So my last one is another surprise. I didn't know this person before, but the artist is called Kay Flay and it's called Inside Voices slash Outside Voices. So it's 12 songs, 39 minutes, 34 seconds. So she is an LA-based alt-pop hip-hop artist. Um, Oh, that sounds cool. 
Yeah, but she actually made her debut in 2010, so she's been around for a long time. And I've never heard Kay Flay, never heard that name. But looking into this album, it's interesting because she actually released two EPs last year, Mm. Inside Voices, and then later on in the year, Outside Voices. Um, And then basically she's just combined them and released it all in one album with a couple of new tracks. But one thing that caught my attention... Um, and I didn't realize this for once. I didn't actually look at the track listing. I just pressed play. I know. Wow, you horror. don't do that. But one thing that I was like, oh, hang on a sec. One track, she's got Travis Barker on. So I was like, okay. Especially when you hear like hip hop as well. You're like, okay, I can kind of see it. But also Tom Morello is on another. So I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> But this, basically, looking into it, um, she said about the album that this whole double EP project is an exercise in non-repression and airing my own bits of shame and vulnerability in the hopes that other people will connect to those feelings too. So I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. Um, So yeah, the first half, which is the half that's got Travis Barker on a track, Tom Morello, very angsty, sort of in your face while still being quite catchy. Um, okay. And this part to me sort of was like, this is like your internal monologue, Inside Voices, yeah. um, going crazy stuff you sort of wouldn't say out loud. Your brain oh, is just yeah. spiraling. There's plenty of that going on in my life. Always. Always. <laughs> Always. And then the second half is sort of like softer and a lot tamer, Outside Voices, which is like you taking a second to regroup and sort of reflect on that chaos that's going on okay. in your brain. Um, so I thought it was a really, really cool. cool concept. Yeah. Um, and actually, she made it not so obvious that it's like, right, this is what I'm trying to like tell you that it means. But it was just, yeah, subtle, subtle enough that you still got where she was going with it. And I love the different styles that you hear from her throughout. But I think she kills it. And I think there's some really good tracks on on this album so yeah her songwriting is great also so I would highly recommend it so my faves were Good Girl TGIF which is featuring Tom Morello which is just epic as you would expect and then Nothing Can Kill Us. Well that sounds really cool I'm looking forward to listening to that. It was another nice surprise I think I was again just looking at a list because I like I'm trying just to listen to, to different people. broaden your horizons. Yeah, but not stick to the same people all the time, you know? I mean, it is tricky. She was a really good surprise. So, good good month for albums for me. So, singles. For once, I've got more than you. What is I know. I'll tell you what it is. You're ill. You're no, illness. it's not that. It's nothing to do with my <laughs> illness. It's because I've listened to a lot of the old podcasts Oh, and okay. so I've been going through old playlists and listening to not old new songs. music and old yeah. songs. And I know that we could bring them up as singles, but I'm not going to. And yeah. so I've only got new songs on my singles list. Oh. So it's just for this month. Okay. All right. Well, my first one is by a band called New Dad. And the song is called Ladybird. I seem to always talk about bands that have like really like strange names okay. i like it so this song is very 90s slash 2000s indie pop um cool. gives me sort of similar baby doobie kind of vibes oh cool so, i like that right up my street um yeah just very like bedroom lo-fi dream pop 
with just having a slight edge to it. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Again, I'd never heard of them, but it just popped up on a playlist uh, and I really like it. So yeah. So my first single and being that you listen to Radio 1, you probably know that this is a thing and probably was expecting me to talk about it. But is George Ezra anyone for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited to see his name. Look, I'm losing my voice. <laughs> I was so excited to see his name. I'm like, like, getting emotional. <laughs> no, not getting emotional, I'm just losing my voice. Um, <laughs> my, uh, Ian sent it to me and I saw it at this, like, it was almost at the same time. Yeah. And it's just really lovely. I just like him. It's okay. It's lovely to have him back. My next one is a name that I have not spoken about in a while. Rex Orange County has new music. Um, The song is called Keep It Up. Um, Really exciting because he's got a new album coming out next month. So that's really exciting. Um, Yeah, so I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Because I think Tyler is going to be a feature on it. So I mean... (laughs) come on um but no this song is actually it's kind of sad but it's also kind of sweet at the same time it's sort of a song about self-worth while still sounding very rex orange county it's still it's got his sound about it but it's sort of like a retro pop sound with like a nice string background i've put oh nice um but yeah it's one of those ones where it is kind of sad because in i think everybody can relate in terms of like feeling down about yourself but this is supposed to kind of boost you a little bit um but yeah it's really nice to hear him back i'm excited for his new album so yeah cool so my next one so this is a sort of a band that you previously (laughs) had shown me um wet leg nice this song came out at the end of last year so i'm a little bit late but it's called oh no and again, they've got an album coming out, I think in April. So only a couple months to wait. Um, but it's kind of a bit more on the heavier side. Very unique lyrics. Like when it starts, you're like, what the hell is going on? But you can't stop listening to it. And I just put that it's nice to hear some female like indie rockers. Yeah, um, I love them. Yeah. I haven't heard this. That's exciting for me. Yeah. But no, it's really good. And I can't wait to hear to hear the album and I think reading into this track um they've done a music video for it and it was shot um in the Isle of Wight so again they're close to us they love Isle of Wight them too so my next one is um by Diplo and Miguel and it's called Don't Forget My Love oh and exactly what you'd expect from a Diplo and Miguel combo is what this song is nice his lovely voice amazing beat come together just no one can see what I'm doing but I'm knitting my hands together (laughs) lacing them together lacing them together in a harmonious function yeah it's it's a really good song really liked it I've listened to it a few times yeah good good thanks My next one is another band that I have not spoken about in a very long time. Mum Jeans. Oh my God. You've got what? Dad? What is it? New Dad and Mum Jeans. Yeah, New Dad <laughs> and Mum Jeans. <laughs> and your next one's from Sister Brother. No. <laughs> it's us. We've made a family track. Um, <laughs> so this track is called Graduating Life. 
when you listen to it, you're like, oh, that's mum jeans. But it's something a bit different for them. It's got a bit of a softer feel to it. And it's all about, as you would kind of expect from the title, sort of about reminiscing and remembering to sort of slow down sometimes um, and actually take life in. So We can all do with that message. Yeah, it's a sweet song. It's a really sweet song. Um, And it's kind of one of those ones, if you focus in, it starts to make you feel a bit emotional. So, oh. Just don't focus in too much. Oh, I'm not cute. very good at that. I listen to the words and then I get all... <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, a, it is a really sweet song. Again, I Mom, think an album's coming oh, soon. Geez. So it's all it's happening. exciting. So the last one that I want to talk about is Dr. Dre and Eminem Gospel. Have you heard it? No. <laughs> oh my God. I was so excited. It came up on my release radar the day after Super Bowl. Oh, okay. And I was just like, yay. Um, and apparently Dr. Dre has released a new album. I'm oh. so excited. I'm, li- I'm literally like buzzing and I'll talk more about why I'm buzzing later. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we're going to talk about the Super Bowl. I haven't actually heard it. so It's really good. Really good. Really enjoyed it. I love having them both together. So my last single is actually from March 2021. So this this is the oldest one of my list, which is pretty good. I feel like I'm doing all right lately. You're doing all right, yeah. Sometimes you've got like <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but this is by um, an artist called Piri and Tommy Villiers. Hopefully I've said that correctly. There's a track. It, it's called It's a Match. It's just a funky, poppy bop. I've put oh nice it's a good time makes you want to dance as I said it's funky but really poppy she's got like quite a a sweet voice it just makes you want to dance puts me in a good mood so cool I like that I look forward to hearing that one too record of the month so my record of the month because the Super Bowl halftime show was so flipping amazing and then it made like there were so many memes going around of like women mums in their 30s like late 30s now just having the time of their lives living their best life and and just there was like TikToks after TikTok of like people my age just rapping the songs and singing the songs and just I loved it absolutely living my best life I was watching that halftime yeah, show it was amazing and because of that my record of the month is forgot about Dre Dr Dre and Eminem nice I feel like that is very fitting nice I was very happy about it <laughs> it was really good but we're, g- we're gonna talk about it we'll later so it. yeah I can't really say too much, but that always gets me pumped, that track. Yeah, it's, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. Well, my record of the month is by our favourite, Arlo Parks. She's got a new song out and it's called Softly. I've put it's catchy as hell. It, it's brilliant. As soon as I heard it, I was like, whoa, this is, yeah. I'm it's, just so excited to have a new song. Oh, no. We've listened to the, the other album, it feels like, forever. And I'm still listening to it now, like, yeah. because it's so good. And I, but it's I, only been out for a year. Yeah. So, and But she's done so much and she's doing so much. Like, I've got a notable mention about her in a minute. But it's just so exciting. I'm glad she's getting the recognition she's getting because she's just amazing and you know we love her yeah this track is really good and I have just put that I love 
sort of like how I was explaining the Wombats earlier. I really like how she kind of has upbeat sounding track and then the lyrics are actually quite sad. So she said about it that Softly is a song about yearning, about how fragile you you feel in the dying days of a relationship when you're still desperately in love. Um, And then she said that it's about how it feels to brace yourself before the blow of a breakup and reminisce about the days where it all felt luminous. So yeah, she's got layers, doesn't she? I love her so much. Me too. Following her on on Instagram and you get like she just posts up poems and like random playlists and she's just a creative wonderful thoughtful emotional Beautiful human cute. being <laughs> yeah. and I just I just love her I just yeah. absolutely adore her and I yeah she's on my list of people I must see yeah I think we definitely need to make that happen because I yeah. think I would I'd be so lost in the moment <laughs> with I that mean, in fairness we did both this month try and buy Harry Styles tickets to go and see Arlo Parks. So <laughs> that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, how much. Yeah, but I mean, I would have been there for a little bit for Harry yeah, Styles you would too. And I kind of would have been there for Harry Styles, but more for like, I would have been going for Arlo Parks. Yeah. I mean, I've seen Harry before. Been yeah. there, done that. <laughs> I'm really sad. Oh, so no. We're not going, but no. Amy and her friend are going, and I'm just really sad that she's going to see Arlo Parks before me, mm. if she even bothers. I was going to say, will she actually go and see the opening um, act? I don't think she will, and it makes me sad because Arlo she deserves Parks. the world. <laughs> she does. Okay. Notable, honourable mentions. Notable, honourable mentions. <laughs> um, so... We have to just address the Super Bowl since I've already spoken about it loads. So we had a Super Bowl gathering. (laughs) We did. I mean, you say gathering, it was only four of us. (laughs) Yeah, because the other people we know, me and Ian know, who like American football, have a very small child and... It's just it's on at a very unsociable hour. Yes, it is, it is not conducive to also having a small child. No, it's not. Um, but we had such a good time. Like I really enjoyed it. We had to have a tactical nap, of course. Obviously, I felt like shit though after I woke up. I did from seven to ten, and when I woke up, I was like, oh, I feel horrible. <laughs> it was not a good power nap. No, no. and I. Oh yeah, I I was out for the count within minutes as well at seven o'clock in the evening, which I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know, <laughs> but it was amazing. Like the atmosphere, even though we were sat at home watching it, yeah. like, the atmosphere you could tell it was absolutely buzzing, and there were so many people there. Yeah, and uh, it was a brilliant game. Yes. Thankfully, because I think that's always the worry with Super Bowls is that, well, one, it was nice to have teams that aren't always there every single year. Um, Bengals, who were the underdogs who we were all rooting for, yeah, sadly lost. But it was a close game. Um, so close. And that's it. I think you always worry that it's like, right, the Super Bowl is massive and then it's a really shit game and you're like, oh, I've just stayed up until four o'clock in the morning for this. But also one of the plus signs is seeing the halftime shows. And this year, one of the best ones ever, I'm going to say. Yeah, it's the best one that I've seen like in real time, if that makes sense. Because obviously you've got the old ones. Yeah. That would always be iconic, but... 
this, I think. A lot I've seen a lot as I said earlier, I've seen a lot of memes about it being people of my my age is like time. And I fully believe that like historically, you know, not in the last few years, we've had quite current people in the yeah. last few years. But historically it's been bands and groups for maybe an older generation and I think this was my time <laughs> I felt <laughs> like it was my time yeah like, and again it was nice at me. <laughs> yeah. and this is exactly the conversation I was having with Shannon so I was like you need to watch it like I know you don't give a shit about the football but just please watch this because it is all these people that we love like yeah. together and it was just amazing so for those of you who don't know and didn't listen to the episode where we talked about who was going to be at the halftime show it was dr dre eminem mary j blige who am snoop i missing dog. snoop dog and kendrick and lamar kendrick lamar and then surprise we there was a surprise appearance that i'm pretty sure was not advertised of 50 cent yeah we just popped up, but everyone's going mad. I mean, if you haven't seen the meme about Fifty Cent, then any of the memes about Fifty Cent, then did you see the one from the Dude video? Yes, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, one of them is the D Twelve video, so Obi Trice hanging upside down, yeah. mocking the video in a you know friendly, lovely way. But Fifty Cent actually posted that on his Instagram oh, and okay. was like. Who the fuck did this? <laughs> the thing is, though, is he did. We all said, oh, my God, he's put on some weight. But when he came down, we were like, no, he's just been stuck. Yeah. He's just like, he looks like he's roided up. Not yeah. going to lie. Um, yeah. But he did. When he was at that angle, it was like, it oh, was my God. Like, it's, oh, okay. Um, but I puffy. think it's because. It's a bit puffy. <laughs> we didn't expect to see him no. anyway um, and then to and see then... him hanging upside down a la in the club <laughs> <laughs> um but saying that there was another added bonus yes Alison pack was playing drums which was really cool to see i really like that and again and he was just having looked... the time of his life was he not he looked so happy he knew what that moment meant and yeah. yeah, it was really cool to watch. And everyone I know who's watched it since is just loving it. Um, the kids have watched it. They loved it. Just, yeah, I've been on a bit of a Dr. Dre trip since. Yeah. And um, to be fair, all of them, not really 50 Cent, but the rest of them. I mean, we're still waiting for Kendrick to release more music. I mean, come it hasn't on. Happened. It's been an age. But that was really cool to see him so cool and he was so good yeah i like we said when we were watching it i feel like he just puts on a show like he knows he's a showman through and through like what Um, he did the way he did it was really cool the boxes and all that jazz just from a selfish point of view i wanted it to be longer i think because you've got so many legends there you need them to do like five songs each five songs songs. like just stack off the second half the third and fourth quarters We'll just watch them. Like they need to do, and as Ash said, they need to do. What was the thing called? Acts come and do a show. You went to it. Oh, Gods of Rap. Yeah, they need to do a Gods of Rap. My first notable mention is related to the Super Bowl. What? So the and I saw this before, 
but I didn't read too much into it. And I'm glad that I didn't now because it actually spoiled what songs were going to be performed. So I'm really oh glad. So Dr. Dre adds two deaf rappers to Super Bowl halftime show. So this is the first time um, interpreters have been used during halftime show in the yeah. history what? of the Super Bowl. This is the That's first crazy. time. And also, I'm a little bit annoyed that we didn't get to see it because I've seen a video of them. And again, they just look like they're having so much fun. So this is an article from Consequence. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Dre has made the historic mood of, of adding two deaf rappers to this year's Super Bowl halftime show. The two artists, Sean Forbes and Warren Wawa Snipe, will appear alongside Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary Jo Blige and Kendrick Lamar to sign the big performance. It's the first time sign language interpreters will be included in the halftime show's more than 50-year history. So basically, the doors to accessibility are busted wide open with something like this. So this was a very much full circle moment being from Detroit being part of the Eminem camp or even going back to being 12 and listening to NWA, Dre and Snoop on my Walkman. My goal is to get out there, show what we can do and have fun. And I want to open doors, uh, open the door for other deaf performers. So that doesn't that just make you happy? So obviously we talked about the Cardi B signer. Yes, incredible. Which was incredible and literally... I'm doing a sign language course as a result of that. Oh, are you? Amazing. Yeah, because that I, that needs to be my job now. Yeah. I, need, I need to perform. <laughs> Obviously, that's a pipe dream. But and I've always wanted to learn sign language. Me too. But yeah, so just amazing. And if you have not seen it, you need to go and see it. Like you And also, it now. go look at the two deaf rappers that are doing it also because i watched that earlier it, it's incredible so go check the deaf rappers out too i really look forward to seeing that so i'm gonna have a look so another one the brits happened yeah they did <laughs> the brits so i thought very apt we need to talk about it um so there are a couple of things that i want to talk about but obviously i think we need to just go through a couple of the awards so big one song of the year was obviously adele easy on me I think we knew that that was going to happen it was a given like as soon as I saw the nominations I was like that's Adele's well she's just gonna win about a thousand awards but yeah she got um song of the year Um, it was really cute did you sorry I was gonna say she was really cute because she actually credited like her ex-husband oh I didn't see that for this like for the singing and uh, for the inspiration and the help at the journey which I thought was really cute because yeah I mean again they seem like they're really close Um, it doesn't seem like there's anything they are true co-parents yeah so again you can respect that but yeah so Adele got album of the year she got artist of the year song of the year yeah so she won kind of all the big ones um interesting pop slash r&b act Mm. was Dua Lipa and I yeah. just was like, have you released any new music in a while? Apart from that one song with Elton John? I just think she, people love her. and But isn't the point is if you're releasing yeah. music. I mean, but anyway. Alternative slash rock act was Sam Fender. I think that was pretty predictable. He is on the rise. People love him. Group was Wolf Alice. Again, I feel like that is pretty fair. This one confuses me a little bit. 
best new artist. So when you hear that, what what do you think? You would think that it's someone that's new. Yeah. Yeah. Little Sims won that. And I am really happy for her. But yeah. she's been around since like 2014. So I'm a little bit confused. I think she's had a reinvention. Like in the last year or so, yeah. she, like she's just really got really, really big, I think. And like, yeah. I think she's immense. I really oh, love I her. Literally, her album, her last one, I was very late to the game. Yeah. It was just because Ash got the vinyl for me and he, he was like, oh, I think you like this album, but I'd never listened to it. So it forced me to kind of, not force me, but encourage me to then listen to it. And I love that album. I can't stop listening to it. But yeah, I just found it a bit weird because I'm happy because she's getting recognition. But I just feel like she's been around for so long. Mm. It's a bit odd to me. But anyway, hip hop slash grime slash rap act was Dave. Yeah, I feel like that's good. International Artist of the Year, Billie Eilish. International Group, Silk Sonic. Nice, nice, obviously. Uh, There's a lot of women in this, which I'm... Because they've obviously... We talked about this previously on an honourable mention. You know, they've changed the categories to be more inclusive so instead of having best female best male they've now just got best artist yeah. and I know Adele like she when she was accepting one of the awards she was I like, think it was artist of the year I think yeah. it was the one that they've now changed yeah she was like I really like being female and it wasn't that it wasn't anything against the idea of it or or anything but she's just owning being a female and and having those accolades and actually coming ahead of the males who generally get further and more recognition. Yeah. But again, it's nice to see that, yeah, more females are winning more awards there. So, yeah, yeah, that was was really good. Yeah. That's the Brits for this year. And that's the Brits. Yeah. So the next thing that I want to mention is Arlo Park. So she is creating a 20-episode radio show on BBC Six Music, um, yeah. which you can get on BBC Sounds. It's called Dream Fuel, which mm-hmm. is just literally so, so Arlo. Yep. So Arlo. Yep. Um, she's going to be interviewing artists, writers, actors, and inspirations and influences that have pure, what she's written, large hearts and a pure love of music. And she's inviting fans to record and voice note her a moment and how music soundtracked it uplifted it and changed you somehow and I am so excited for that I can't wait to listen to this and no I think it's gonna be amazing and yeah to hear her lovely voice yeah in my ears in your ears but then there's two more things that I really want to just kind of shout out and point people in the direction of. Okay. Um, and one's a show and it's called Queens. Mm-hmm. And it is right up my street. It is so bloody good. It's on Disney Plus and it is about a group of 90s rappers, women, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, they make a comeback. And it stars Eve. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And Brandy, and it's just, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's really, really, 
really cool and the music in it's brilliant and Brandy and another character have like a freestyle rap battle in part of it and it's just it's so good it's really really good I've um I've got to catch up with a couple of weeks of episodes but it's on every Wednesday nice and it's just brilliant and also the music to it is on Spotify nice and then the other thing I want to talk about is kind of music related but kind of not so Ian started a free trial for Audible and the first book that he listened to was Will Smith's autobiography well it was all a bit of a shock to me to be fair that he was even listening to books because it's not it's just not his thing and Will Smith's autobiography was on my list of like my wish list Mm -hmm. it was one that I was going to listen to and I also wanted to buy it like have a physical copy because I just love Will Smith I think he's a legend but I highly recommend to anyone to listen to the autobiography because there is extra stuff Mm -hmm. in the performance that he gives there's music he raps he sings he does voices to the people in his life oh my god and it's amazing and he's also so like he owns all of his shit and he talks about the the journey I hate that kind of phrase but he he talks about how he's changed as things as time's gone on and his childhood and he talks about the Fresh Prince obviously and like all of the shows and all of the films and it's just really really cool he's an inspiration I would say and yeah I really think it's definitely worth a listen it's it's about 10 hours I think okay which um, isn't too bad to which be isn't fair. too bad for an audio book no. I say especially as you're getting all the extras like yeah it is really cool to listen to and you know he talks about how we met jazz just all that kind of stuff and we started watching bel-air Mm-hmm. and started watching it and noticing things and like he's almost made the connection between his autobiography this reimagining mm-hmm. and then the credits came up and there were people in the credits who like started the Fresh Prince mm-hmm. and it's and you I only know that because I've listened to the book and I saw the name yeah. and I was like oh my god this is so cool I know it's not getting the best response at the moment the best reviews lots of people are really disappointed oh, people are disappointed that it's not like funny <laughs> but it's not <laughs> which is the whole be, point though. of it it's not supposed to be funny it's supposed to be the raw kind of alternative version of the fresh print dramatization yeah dramatization there are really funny bits in it but the characters are really different yeah it's really cool how they've changed it and and yeah the angle that they're going with it and yeah so will smith is a legend nice Okay, so the main theme, which is 50th episode. I was so excited to do this one. Like, we've been teasing it for a little while now, and it was obviously an idea that came as part of recording one of the episodes where we were like, oh, hang on a minute. It's 50. We're nearly at 50. Yeah. Let's celebrate that. And yeah, it's been really cool. Like I said, like we've both said already, we've gone back and listened to old episodes kind of feel like we've lost our mojo with the funniness I feel like we have but that I don't know I don't know if we're there so long ago Mm. that it we haven't heard them in a while so it's like oh oh I remember that that was really funny we're just more professional now I'd say maybe (laughs) but I think also because of covid and everything where we've adapted and we're not in person 
maybe that true. changes it a little bit. But Is I still it? feel like we're kind of funny. I think I it think just seemed like funny. we were laughing a lot back then. We were really <laughs> laughing a lot. In fairness, though, I was less tired then. Yeah, because I was only just. I wasn't even pregnant when we first started. No, because yeah, you were living at your old at the house old house. Yeah, when we first started. Yeah. I think how because like I listened today to like the first episode and like you could tell it wasn't structured. Yeah, we just not, there was no structure at all. We were just like we're going to talk about these things and we just did. Yeah, and it was sort of just like a genuine like conversation. So it was kind of cool. But I was like, there's no structure to this, but we sound like we're having a good time. But it was almost like, oh, I need to get this out. Need to get this out. But yeah, I think it's just crazy because it doesn't really feel like it's been four years. No, it really doesn't. I, I feel like in a lot of the episodes I listened to as well, I was ill. Yeah. <laughs> it was really rubbish. Like, why I am I always ill? I don't know. I don't Better know be either. washing your hands correctly. You do wash <laughs> no. Correct. Yeah, sing happy birthday every single time. <laughs> There's no escaping the germs when you have children. I made some notes like, I can't get over the first song that we ever talked about. It really upsets me. And I'm <laughs> no, going to say it. it earlier and I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm going to say it because oh, I was so disappointed. <laughs> I feel like it's now a thing. So the first song we ever spoke about was Despacito. And the fact that we don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> why? Why did we talk about it? Well, because we were talking about the Fast and the Furious effect, which I completely forgot in that episode. We talked about you singing. And yeah, you were I like, yeah, that's going to be my next thing. I'm going to go and do it. X Factor, here I come. Yeah, that was a joke. That was still working. And it was the birth of your love for logic. Yeah, I know. Which that was really I... cool. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, but if thinking about it, like think of how many people we've discovered. Yeah. And like, that's crazy that it was like, I'd only just discovered logic at that time. Obviously, if you think through the years, Brockhampton came up in there as well yeah um and I just that's mental because it just feels like it's been there forever yeah it's pretty cool I liked I really enjoyed listening back to them I think it was just really lovely Mm -hmm. like when we first started we used to teach each other something that only lasted like a couple episodes because we were like we we can't do this (laughs) because we can't say anything with total confidence (laughs) because we don't know and it's probably last minute so (laughs) we don't know if it's real or not something we did talk about I think in the second episode was um having an end of year party with other people and like Oh. recording and I was like why have we not done that that sounds we really could do fun that. yeah I know I think we should but also it was nice to go back and hear Evie's little jingle oh, for little of the month. so I had to go through every ep and I got to the episode where it was a Christmas one but we were doing it with all the kids oh. and how young they all sound no, and I was crazy. like oh my god this is making no. me emotional and then now we've got one in university and two Ugh. that have just chose their GCSEs and a new one. Like, Aww. he's learning words to songs and like, asking for songs. And that's just really cute. I mean, there's some inappropriate songs that now we can't <laughs> play because we didn't know he knew the words and now he's repeating them. So I'm like, okay, we can't listen to that anymore. No, Thank you, Corrupt FM, cute. for teaching my son the word pussyhole. <laughs> 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 or 
um, which was yeah. just hilarious but completely wrong and we will never play it in front of him ever again no but that's the thing you you tend to send me videos and I'm like oh it sounds like he's saying that and then this time he actually was he actually was trying to say it, it. yeah <laughs> no. yeah it's really nice to kind of go back and again it's just crazy that we've done 50 episodes now I wouldn't change it and I wouldn't do it with anyone else. No, me either. <laughs> That's a You're fake, my fake cry, by the way. You're my favourite. Oh, that was a fake cry. Okay, cheers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just Fine. didn't want people to think I was getting emotional. I do get emotional, oh. but I shan't. No, we, that's not what we do here. And that's not what we're doing here. We need to we? more laughs again, like we did yes. back in the heyday. Happiness. We did yeah. also something that we used to do quite a lot was sing, and we don't do that anymore. I think because the novelty wore off that it's like we don't have to prove that we know what the song is <laughs> i don't know i think it was more organic than that like no it was i'm joking it was just there was a couple times in the first episode where i felt like we were like because we were so trying excited really hard. not try hard but it was like i don't know maybe yeah maybe it was, it was more organic but we don't sing anymore no because <laughs> maybe sad. we should maybe we should sing more what do you want to sing um, I do not know because I don't want to sing anything because I think halfway through I'll just have a coughing fit and ruin <laughs> it. But you could sing um, to me. I don't know what to sing. Uh, one, well, so what we've done for this episode, because obviously we can't talk about every single individual episode. We'd be here for hours. And then we decided that what we were going to do is talk about our record of the months because that's something that we've done pretty consistently throughout yeah um there are a couple of exceptions to to that but it's something that we've done quite consistently so what we've done is we've created a playlist of all of our record of the months which we're going to carry on and update as we go along now because the hard work's done (laughs) (laughs) well done Jessica um So what we've done is chosen, which was really, really flipping hard, is chosen 10 each from those episodes. I could have picked I've got so many scribbles on my lists and I could have just said, look, just listen to them all, which obviously they're all in the playlist. So, you know, do listen to them all. But I had to narrow it down and so did you. Yeah, it was quite difficult. And I mean, record of the month is a bold statement. Yeah. Always has been. Um, And I think this playlist... Not to toot our own horn. It's pretty darn good. Yeah. (laughs) It's got banger after banger. It has. And chill. Like, it's got a lot of chill on it. Yeah. And, you know, all different genres (laughs) and vibes. And I just, I flipping love it. But I think that's also, again, to just toot our own horn, I think that's what makes it so good as well is that, again, we align on a lot of stuff, but then there are other stuff where we kind of, you know, branch off into our own little things. And I think, yeah, it's quite nice that we can kind of share different vibes with each other and it still be an amazing playlist. So. It is. It's really good. I've listened yeah. to it a couple of times today. So uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't that say it all? <laughs> we just love our own work. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, so, go on. You go first. Um, so, my first one is actually one of your choices. Okay. And it's from the official first, because the first episode, mm. we didn't really do a record of the month, but we did like a heavy rotation. Yeah. 
So on the second episode, that was technically our first yeah. one. And this was your first ever record of the <gasps> month. Nightmares on Wax, typical. Nice. nice. I fucking love that song. It is really good. And I just think that opened us up to Jordan yeah. Reiki. And I still see Nightmare on Wax like stuff that yeah. he's done. But you've up. talked about it quite a lot. Yeah. And in I the think last again, few episodes, haven't you? I think that's really cool. And every time I hear typical, oh, I just yeah. love it. And Jordan Reiki, just his voice is so unique and beautiful and yeah. calm. Like, I find it really calm. It's really reassuring. It's a great voice. Very emotive. Yeah. So my first one is Beyond by Leon Bridges. Nice. I remember, I, and I still feel exactly the same way when I hear that song. Like, literally, I, I just really resonate with that song. Yeah. It just really resonates with me, should I say. The words and Leon Bridges, as we know, I absolutely love his voice. And yeah, it's just really, really cool. And the Bouvier again, Leon Bridges. You've stuck around for him. So yeah, I have. I love him. My next one. I, I'm just going to discount. There are a few on this list that are very obvious. Um, but you just, you just can't help it. So no. Childish Gambino, Me and Your Mama. Because that album, incredible, like very different for him. Like he went down like a proper like funk, but like soulful route. And this track just, again, gets me every single time. Um, And it's one of those ones that I can't switch off. Once it comes on, I'm like, well, it's no skipping. So my next one is Otolenge by Loyal Kana featuring Jordan Reiki. Nice. Okay. Another one. I do bloody love that song also. And... Loyal Kana is just still one of my most favourites. He needs to bring out new music. Another album, please. My next one. you got to talk about Brockhampton, obviously. But I've done 1999 Wildfire, which they did perform when we saw them, which I was very happy about. This song has always been one of my faves. Um, and I think this was around the time that I was like properly got into Brockhampton. Yeah. So, yeah, again, this track... Uh, I love it. Never get bored of it. So the next one I chose was Time by Chase and Status and Delilah. And that's because it's special because that is the song that was playing when Noah was born. Yeah, yeah, obviously have to have that. I did. <laughs> when I wrote that down, I was like, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I knew. And it is a cool song, like regardless of what it means to me. Like it's a really good song. Yeah. Cute. Thanks. It's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, my next one is Tyler the Creator. <laughs> um, <laughs> New Magic Wand. So I picked this one because, again, it's quite different in terms of what we heard from him before. And I think this album, again, just elevated him to a level that was just insane. And it, this is just an epic song. So, yeah. Nice. So the next one I chose was Say Something by Karen Hardin. Oh, I literally I just flipping love this song. Like I play it often. It always makes me want to have a little boogie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like that would be like a soundtrack to my walking along, do, like in a movie of me. It would be the soundtrack to Your me, soundtrack. like finding my vibe. <laughs> I love it. Something good has happened and you're just like, yes. I did, that came on earlier and I was like, this is a good song. Such a good song. She's got mm. an amazing voice. The track's cool. My next one is Muramasa, Slow Tie, Deal With It. 
So this technically is yours, but it's not. <laughs> it no. was Ashes. <laughs> yes. But I think Muramasa and Slow Tie make very good music together. And again, anytime I hear this, I still love it to this day. So yeah, it's got like a, a definitely a British charm about it that I like. So yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, the next one I chose was Isis, Joyner Lucas featuring Log- Logic. Mm-hmm. And this was kind of the birth of our whole household's love for Joyner Lucas. He's just clever and his delivery is just immense. And to have that and Logic, who is also really clever and mm-hmm. has an amazing delivery and flow, they just went together really well. And yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Still do, still listen. You don't want record of the months that are just going to be there for a quick hit and then that's it. No. It's, that's not the game I that we play. I confidently say that every song on there deserves to be on there. Oh, yeah. Like, I would say, like, everyone that I've picked through the years, <laughs> through the years. Through the years. Cause I old. happily listen to still. Yeah. Even KSI, all right? Even KSI. <laughs> you flipping love that song. No I do really it. like that song. My next one, Billie Eilish, Ocean Eyes. So we know that I very much love her. And I think this was one of the first tracks. Obviously, I heard the bigger it's one. all over everything still. Yeah. And I feel like Ocean Eyes was kind of the first track that I heard from hers that properly grabbed yeah. my attention it is good yeah. and she's good and i wasn't fully invested at all until quite recently i don't think till her second album so i've gone back and i have a new appreciation for billy i'm now on the train with everyone else <laughs> good welcome aboard so this is the first of ones that i think you might have as well Okay. Although I'm not sure because you've already spoken about this person. So Ooh. I chose 3005 by Childish. No. Because I just flipping love it. But I can't remember I who do. it was who talked about it because I know that I it was me. that song and I've spoken about it before. But It was me. It was the episode. Oh, I can hang on. Oh, I love this. this. I love that you know that. It was episode 15 because I was prepping... I was I was talking about going to see him, oh, so I no. thought it was only right to do that because you chose the prodigy. No good. Yes, I did. I flipping love that it. Song. It was me that chose. It was that. so yeah. So I chose one of yours, and I just love that song. Every time I hear it, yeah. I'm just like, "This is fucking brilliant." It's literally my reaction every time. It's such a clever song, and. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we talked about the remix of it in our remix oh, episode, which is just that. epic also. Yeah. But yeah, this is just the fresh, the rough cut. I love it. I think, yeah, one of my all-time favourites. Yeah. My next one is also another one that you picked. Um, and we've spoken about him earlier on in the episode. It is Anderson Pack Lockdown. Obviously, came out at a very appropriate time, but obviously there was messages to do with BLM and all that kind of stuff. And I just think, again, it was the first time for me, like I knew who Anderson Pack was, but I think it was the first time that he really peaked or popped up on my radar in that sense. Um, And I think it's just such a clever song. His voice is amazing. Um, And I think as we spoke about before, it was like, it was such a catchy song, but actually like has such important messages in it. Hmm. Um, And it's still relevant, obviously. I nearly chose that one. I'm glad you chose it because I just, I do, I really love that song and it, like you said, it had important messages and, you know, there's a lot going on in the last few years aside from the pandemic 
Yeah. Um, when you think back to the fact that we did a Black Lives Matter episode, which yeah. feels weird, but necessary. Yeah. I suppose. It was the right thing to do. Yeah. So my next one is someone who I have literally fallen in love with in the last year and need her to make more music and I really want to go and see her and that is Daya and Mm -hmm. so I chose Ultimate Dinner Party. Nice. I just (laughs) really love it. I'm still listening to it. I still talk about it and she has made a massive impact on me in the last year. I get excited when I see that she's brought out something new and it's just, yeah, really cool. So, yeah, my next one, Pharrell Jay-Z, entrepreneur. And I feel like I go through stages where I, I like, don't hear it. And then every time I, like, re-listen to it, I'm like, oh, this song is just so good. Um, And, again, when we first spoke about it, it was like, you need to go watch the video. Yeah. um, Because it just, I think it brings you so much joy. And, again, it's, yeah, just basically about supporting um, black-owned businesses and everything like that. So, yeah, it was really amazing at the time, again, especially when it came out. But, yeah, even now, I just think it's such a good track. Um, yeah. And I love it. I just love it. Nice. I knew you were going to choose that one. Because it's Pharrell. Because it's Pharrell. <laughs> I know. It's just like, but also because it's an amazing track, not just because it's Pharrell. Yeah. It is, like you say, an amazing track. And so my next one is the other one that I think you might have. And that is Black Dog Lo-Fi Lounge version by Arlo I do have Parks. that yes I do have that <laughs> because we love her. I don't know if we've mentioned it but who who uh we just love her I just added her on my list to be cool so yeah no you did not <laughs> no I'm in love, love with her. her I don't care who knows yeah I mean I don't think we really have to again justify it no. we don't we talk about her it's like we really don't have to say anything because we've said it yeah. all before yes pretty much um we need to change the name of the podcast to like the arlo parks appreciation podcast or something what would be like could it be we'd be her sunbeams oh yes there you go we'll be her sunbeams (laughs) so arlo we've just named your fan base without you knowing yeah so then my last one is very predictable it is the weekend obviously um, but In Your Eyes, Kenny G remix. Oh, nice. I was going to just pick the normal version. But this, again, for remixes, I know it's only a sax, but again, it it's a sexy sax. <laughs> and we talk a lot about saxophones in, yeah. one of the, in a few of the episodes, I think, and how that makes, makes a song. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does something to me, and I just... I really like it, and the weekend we're still waiting for you to release priority tickets the for us, arena tour. So hurry up, please. We need to see you. And so my next one is "Take My Breath" by the weekend. Hey. <laughs> Just because that extended version from the album, oh, I love it. I but this wouldn't it. be the extended version, though. No, I know, but I just love it. I do bloody love the extended version. I just love the whole album and so one of the other conversations that I had with Ian's friend Dean he was like have you managed to convince like 
has he listened to it? Has Ian listened to it again? Because I think I tried to convince him to listen to it again and he, he would have done it. And I was like, no, no one can convince him once he decides he doesn't like something. He didn't like it. He didn't appreciate it. And it out. makes me really sad. So let's not talk about it anymore. It's pretty much the response. I gave <laughs> and then I've got another one because obviously we shared one. So my very last one was a highlight of last year and obviously was reflected in my round, my wraps. Um, it says XCT by the vaccines. Oh, who? Sorry. <laughs> who? The vaccines that we saw yeah. at the Delaware. Mm-hmm. The um, Delaware. Delaware. No, Delaware. Yeah, there was no way I could leave them out of my ten based on how much I listen to them and talk about them. <laughs> yeah. It would just be like, you're a fake fan, sorry. Yeah, fake fan. <laughs> you don't uh, how did you do a 10 without naming the one vaccine songs you've got on your record of the month? Fake fan. Fake right fan, here. that's what would have happened. Well, you, you covered yourself, I've so covered you're myself. Right. It's all good. I love, I love them. And I'm very much excited to see them another time. At the Delaware. At again. the Delaware again, it would be wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that would Not be amazing. Not just because it's local. <laughs> but just because it's a good venue. It's, so. such, it's got such good acoustics. So, that's us. Yeah. And you can see our full list of record of the months on the playlist that, that Jess has lovingly created for this episode. Yeah. And you can find the links to everything, our social media and all of the playlists, in fact, yeah. Um, on our website, which is pumpupthejampodcast.com. Yeah, yes it is. Yeah, and it's been really exciting to do this and we're really grateful for all of you diehards that have stuck with us for the 50 episodes <laughs> and we hope that you stick with us for the next 50. Yeah, obviously. Oh. Because, yeah, enjoy talking about music that we've listened to. We do. I enjoy doing this with you. And yeah, it's we've done it for four years. That blows my mind. It does um, blow my mind. I'm shocked. <laughs> we've developed as human beings in that time. I know. And I feel like there will be a day where we, again, we go back to listen. Just think, that's 50 whole episodes that we've got to go back to listen to when we're older. And just be like, why did we say that? What? Did, what, what? The who? Who are they talking about? Yeah, I'd be like, I don't even know who that was. Why am I talking about them? <laughs> there were some that I know, like, when I was listening back, I was like, oh, I don't think I've listened to that song ever. Like, I was so enthusiastic <gasps> at the time. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't even remember the last time I listened to that song. Well, mm. I mean, can you hand on heart say that you've listened regularly oh, no. to all the songs? No. That we've talked about. Think about four years, how much you change, not only as a person, but like your music taste can change yeah. drastically in that time as well. So there probably are stuff that I'm like, uh, no. no. Nope. <laughs> it's been fun so far. Um, <laughs> and we're going to carry on. We're going to carry on till. So please just talk to us. Please yeah. let us know what you've been listening to what your favorite record of the month has been so far through the 50 episodes yeah. you can choose including today's we don't care i think that's it that's it all yeah. done thank you so much for listening yeah as always we appreciate you we love you world peace later bye <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs> bye <laughs>